welcome to episode 64 of Shimmy Cast. I'm your host, Anala Rabari, and this is the podcast for dancers and fans of Middle Eastern dance. This week, I have the last part of my interview with Safa. We have event announcements, questions of the week, um, two reviews. One is of the book Belly Dance by Dolphina, and the other review is the DVD um, Dahlia Kurila's Divani Gypsy Rom Volume 1. This week's music is from Follick and Headroom Project. So let's get started. What makes a good belly dance teacher? Sunshine posted, This is one that's been on my mind lately as I am finally starting to take classes. Well, yay, Sunshine! I'm glad you finally found a place to take classes. Um, I'm taking classes with a teacher down the street who's cheap and a great dancer. However, I'm not so sure that she's a good teacher, at least for me. Other students love her style. She's all over the place and isn't so organized. Also, she doesn't go up to the students individually to ensure they're doing the moves right or to give pointers. But she does keep an eye in the mirror. There's a studio that is dedicated to belly dance with several teachers, but it's almost an hour away. I've taken classes with a few of the teachers there, and they seem to be pretty organized, and they will take the time to check with the students and such. Also, they do muscle isolations and strengthening drills. In any event, I'm going to stick with the local teacher for now, because I know that I'm learning. So, um... I think a lot about a lot of what makes a good teacher is personal preferences. Um, so I'm going to share mine with you. I want a teacher who can break moves down and point out to me what every little part of my body should be doing. I mean, if it's a hip drop, I want to know what my shoulders should be doing, you know, which means they need to be up straight and tall and and in basic posture. Um, Because I find sometimes it's little parts of my body that maybe aren't necessarily directly involved with a movement that may actually be messing me up with the movement I'm working on. Um, I want a teacher who can talk to me about weight distribution because to me, a lot of that makes sense. It's, um, if I know where my weight is supposed to be, then I feel like I have an easier time figuring out what the move is supposed to be. Um, I want a teacher who doesn't hesitate to give me crazy, wacky, illustrative examples and analogies, um, because sometimes those are what sticks in your head and what helps you remember. Um, I want a teacher to demonstrate moves, um, facing me, facing away from me, facing in profile. I I want a teacher to show me what a move looks like from every possible angle. Um, I want a teacher who is not afraid to touch me and physically correct my body when I'm doing something wrong. Um... I want a teacher who counts things out to the beats, you know, and gives me like five, six, seven, eights. But I also want teachers that sing the rhythms or they come up with wacky verbal cues that get in my head so I remember. 
Um, I want a teacher who racks their brain to come up with every conceivable way to explain a move to me so I can pick out for myself what makes sense to me. Um, I want teachers who aren't afraid to share their struggles with me. Um, I find encouragement in hearing about someone else's struggles to get moves because it gives me courage that not all hope is lost for me and that if they eventually got it, then I can get it too. Um, from a teaching standpoint, um, I know it's really hard to get around to students individually. I try, but it's very hard when you're one person and you have like 30 people in a class, um, which is one reason why in our troop, um, we always have at least two teachers in the room at any given time. Um, and, and I think the other thing too is I, I want a teacher who doesn't always point out what's wrong but they also point out what's right. Because sometimes if a teacher is watching something in the mirror and everything's going fine, it's very easily easy not to say anything because everything's fine. But students need to know that it's fine. They need that positive reinforcement that lets them know that they are doing it correctly so that they aren't sitting there worrying that they're doing it wrong and the teacher just isn't seeing them. So they need to be told um, what is being done correctly and well, but they also need to be told, you know, and corrected when something isn't going right. So those are the, some of the things that's important for me um, in a teacher, and it's what I look for. And now your ShimmyCast news. November 11th through December 15th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be having various workshops and shows in Spain, Netherlands, New York, Pennsylvania, Slovenia, Ontario, Quebec, Germany, Mississippi, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Venezuela. November 12th, Double Veil with Shahina in Glen Ellen, Illinois. November 13th and 15th, Gypsy Fire will perform at Kids World held at the Tulsa Ground Fairs in Tulsa, Oklahoma. November 14th through the 15th, Kira's Oasis presents Sarah Tarasita in Friday Night Performance and Saturday Workshop in Centerville, Ohio. November 15th, Grudra Workshop with Ma Amara in Germantown, Maryland. November 15th, Gala Show with Zadel in Switzerland. November 15th through 16th, Bobby D. presents the 25th Annual La Dance Oriental Extravaganza Weekend 2008 with workshops and performances by Hydea in Austin, Texas. November 16th, Jewel of the Nile Middle Eastern Dance Pageant in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. November 16th, Gypsy Fire will perform at the Route 66 Marathon in Tulsa, Oklahoma. November 19th, Goddess Walking and Veil Basics with Shahina in Glen Ellen, Illinois. November 21st through 23rd, Nomadic Tapestry sponsors Artemis Murat for a three-day extensive workshop in Huntsville, Alabama. November 22nd, Mayer Nawal will perform at the Jones Center International Festival in Springdale, Arkansas. 
November 22nd through the 23rd, Arabesque Dance and Soya's Soak presents Marty Love and Workshops and Show, Chicago, Illinois. November 23rd, Naj of the Belly Dance Shop presents Dalina and two-hour workshops in Phoenix, Arizona. November 28th through the 31st, through the 30th, four tribal fusion workshops with Samantha Hostorp in Switzerland. November 29th, Middle Eastern Music Ensemble, a free concert of traditional Arab music, 6 p.m. at International House of the University of Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. December 3rd, Art of Taksim with Shahina in Glen Ellen, Illinois. December 6th through the 7th, Oriental and Funky Fusion with Yasmin in Houston, Texas. December 10th, Turns and Traveling Using the Stage with Shahina in Glen Ellen, Illinois. December 13th, Latifah's Second Saturday Workshop, North African Dance Sampler, Millersville, Maryland. December 14th, Belly Dance and All That Jazz, a second a Sunday showcase at Cecilia's, hosted by Morgana in West Orange, New Jersey. December 14th through the 21st, Perfection in Paradise. Travel with Hadia to Albuquerque, Mexico. December 17th, Intermediate and Advanced Veil with Shahina in Glen Ellen, Illinois. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. This week's first review is of the book Belly Dance by Dolphina, and it is reviewed by Nala Rabori. This book is broken into nine sections. The intro covers the typical information on history, benefits, what to wear, etc. I like that she included some muscle diagrams and that these are more detailed than others I've seen in other books. The stretching routine she gives is for warm-up and cool-down. The directional arrows are drawn in a way to indicate movement, which I found helpful. At the end is a quick reference with many photos of Dolphina doing all the moves. The book is then broken into three different experience levels for moves and routines. Twelve moves are covered in the beginning and intermediate levels, and nine moves are covered in the advanced level. Each choreography is broken into three sections of eight counts each. Short notes are included with the instructions for the moves and routines that point to various body parts to help you know what every part of your body should be doing. Occasionally, images are superimposed on each other so you can see progression of the move. After all the moves have been covered in the routine, you get a flow chart of the whole dance. Several other chart summaries are included for quick reference. Also, when explaining moves, she lists pages of related moves. For instance, when going over chest circles, she listed the pages for chest slides, lifts, and drops. Throughout the book, she includes boxed information to supplement her main text. These include 33 tips and technique boxes, 21 workout repetition boxes for beginner and, and intermediate, 3 suggested variation boxes, and 6 points to watch boxes that often include photos of how it looks when things are done wrong. After a point, she stops giving repetition suggestions for advanced moves. 
A lifestyle section is included that covers costumes, music, and performing. The dance style section covers ATS, cabaret, Turkish, modern, Egyptian, folk, and ethnic. A resource section covers websites, music companies, costume vendors, magazines, books, events, festivals, and study tours. The only CDs and DVDs included in the resource section are Dolphinas. I'm disappointed that this book did not come with a spiral binding as it would have made the book so much easier to use. But there is enough good information in it that it is worth the struggle. This book is better than other books because of the use of directional arrows, the at-a-glance breakdowns, workout repetition suggestions, and the full-color photo illustrations that are very step-by-step, frame-by-frame. At times it is difficult to see directional arrows and page-turn arrows because of the color and the background photos. I like that they often give an insert photo of basic stance, which is a good reminder of posture. I like the at-a-glance section because it shows four pictures of the current move and four pictures of either the move before or after, so you see how the moves connect to each other. It would have been better if they had used the at-a-glance layout to show moves in the opposite direction as well. They say to practice moves in the opposite direction, but some students would probably benefit from having those pictures too. During the routine sections, I would have preferred it if Dolphina gave suggestions for specific songs or artists that her routines would work with, even if the music had just been from her own CDs. I like that she layers movements. Other books layer hands and arm movements in the pictures, but Dolphina actually takes the time to suggest arm movements with body movements. The advanced routine is a veil piece, and I was disappointed that she doesn't even go over how to hold the veil. On the whole, I think this book is pretty good for instructional purposes, and it includes more instruction per move than most I've seen. In some places, the photos look more like a flip book of the move. So this would be a good book for those that don't have a teacher in their area or need reinforcement of material covered in their classes. More experienced dancers probably won't benefit from this book very much, other than perhaps getting ideas for move combinations. This week's first song is The Mystery of Pain from the album Dreams from the Machine by Follick from Magnatune.com.
This week's second review is Thalia Carilla's Duvani Gypsy Rom, Volume 1. The introduction is a performance piece by Dahlia to live musicians. It is a fun gypsy-style piece that also includes Dahlia executing some nice skirt work. She includes an About This Work section on the DVD where she explains that her goals are for you as the viewer and suggestions that you use the back button to view moves over and over until you get them down correctly. She teaches three combinations in this program, and she starts each by performing the entire combination for you. During the first combination, she teaches you how to count 9-8 time using both numbers and doom talks. She then goes through how to clap and snap your fingers to the rhythm, and then you do all of that with the music. In between sections, Dahlia includes a segment on historical historical background information, short history of Devani dancing, and while she explains it, clips are shown of her performing. Section cover, sections also cover the history of the Rom people and how their music and dance connects all the Rom peoples no matter where they live or if they choose to be nomadic. The video ends with some final words of encouragement and suggestions on how to make the moves more personal and emotional filled for you. Throughout the program, there are great transitional effects between instruction sequences that help the viewer know when they are moving on to something else. There's no warm-up included in this program, so be sure to do that before you start working on these moves, and you will need to do your own cool-down routine as well. She always starts by counting the rhythm out, which I found very helpful since I'm new to this time count. Sometimes her long skirts get in the way of being able to see what her feet are doing, but she's very good at giving verbal instructions at the same time, and she lifts her skirt out of the way often. Sometimes only having one camera angle made it hard to follow her, particularly when she decides to do traveling steps in a circle. I also wish she had done more to connect moves. For instance, she would teach each step in a combination. However, they would be by themselves. I would have liked it better if when she got done teaching the third step in the combination, she then would have had you dance steps one through three of the combination. As it is, she teaches each individual step in the combination and then walks through all of it without music, giving you verbal cues along the way. Throughout the video, she does a great job of explaining how many times she's about to do the move and in what formation she will be demonstrating it. For instance, she'll say something like, we will do this move eight times in a circle. She's also very thorough in breaking down a move and explaining what the feet will be doing when she will break it down for you and explaining how it fits to the beats of the music. She will then layer on hand movements, skirt moves, or stage directions, such as turning the move on diagonals or something else. I also like that she has you do the move with and without music. This video definitely has classroom or workshop feel. The audio and video elements are good quality, and the background is a simple black stage with a black curtain, so nothing detracts from the instruction. One thing to keep in mind is that this is not a DVD of traditional style belly dance. This is Duvani Gypsy Dance. 
I think Dahlia does a great job explaining that this is her own dance style, and she talks about what influences she uses in the moves. I feel instruction is good enough for even beginners, although they might take longer to pick up on the nuances of this dance form more than advanced dancers would. If you are looking for more skirt work and gypsy flair to add to your repertoire, you can't go wrong with this DVD. So, um, I had a really good trip to my workshop in Springfield. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a fabulous trip to um, Birmingham, Alabama for the museum conference, um, which I was tickled pink to find out um, when I got there that I won the award for the conference's Emerging Professional of the Year. And um, this conference covers um, the 12 southern states of the United States plus Puerto Rico and and um, I didn't even know that I was nominated for the award, and then I won it, and um, it was really, really exciting and um, fabulous for me. And um, it's just very nice to be recognized by your peers and your colleagues for doing good work. So um, that was fabulous. And then um, my friend's wedding in Memphis was just beautiful, and it went very well, and I had a fantastic time. Um, but I'm glad to be home and back with you guys and finally getting back into the routine of um, producing shows, getting them written up and recording them and everything. And hopefully it won't be so long again before I do that, um, especially because I'm going to record multiple shows today, so they'll be ready to post. Um, so if anybody has any comments, suggestions, or feedback, send email, shimmycast at gmail.com. Post on our forum, um, shimmycast.blogspot.com. Um, leave reviews, and, um, just have a good time. So this is the last part of my interview with Safa. What kind of support system do you have and how important is it to you? Wow. <laughs> you mean in dancing or just in general? <laughs> um, I, I think all, almost all of my friends are dancers and most of them are professional dancers, which is, uh, means that I always have somebody to complain to if I have some particular <laughs> issue. I can be like, man, you know, this person, this restaurant owner stiffed me and he totally wanted me to do like one set for $25, which is so cheap, blah, blah, blah. And they give me, you know, hints and ideas and things that they might have learned that I didn't know and we can trade choreography ideas back and forth and stuff and for all of my friends who aren't into belly dancing they're you know so super supportive of me I have one friend uh, actually right now in Boulder Colorado who is just such a good friend to me and she's setting up workshops for me even though she doesn't she doesn't belly dance at all but she's just like oh, I want you to come here and teach belly dancing that'll be awesome it'll be wonderful and she's just really supportive so my friends are amazing 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 support network and the whole belly dance community is a whole is a really great support network too because I know that I can always throw something out there say on tribe.net or if I you know have a question you know on email or something then I can throw something out there and I know I'll get a ton of resourceful information back what has been your greatest belly dance epiphany Oh my God! <laughs> uh, man, you asked me the hard questions. Yeah, you start out, so, yeah, and then you're like yeah. epiphany. Um, 
I'm sure that there have been many of them, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But Yeah, I mean, whether it's about you as a person or how to, you know, finally accomplish a certain move or... I think, I mean, this is this is going to sound, again, a little bit creepy, maybe, but um, probably the, the biggest epiphany that I had was when Nifa and I were talking about belly dancing and we were like, you know what, this is really kind of like a religion. But not like, not in a creepy way, I, I hasten to add. <laughs> um, but it's more just like, we feel so happy with this, and we have such faith in this, and we have such faith in the other people that are in the community and in the skills that it has given us as successful people. And I mean, for example, I could never talk in public. I was scared to death of talking in public. Then I started teaching belly dancing classes. Now I'm fine. You can put me up on a stage and I can gab on for hours. I know, right? I know. It's amazing. Oh my God. I'm so quiet normally. Um, but the things that belly dancing has given us in our life really feel like the kinds of things that people say that they get from being religious and going to church. And it's the kind of thing that you like it so much you want to share it with other people. So I kind of feel like I'm proselytizing a little bit and being like, here, do you want a tract about belly dancing? Let me talk to you about belly dancing. It's like knocking on people's doors or something. It could be either the Mormons or it could be me. But, um, but I, and it's the kind of thing that I never really thought about it that way, but it really has so many characteristics in common that we were like oh my god it's a religion holy cow so that was probably one of my biggest epiphanies what um future projects do you have going on Geez. Um, well, one of the things that I'm I'm kind of working on right now is uh, more interpretive belly dancing. I know that sounds kind of loopy, but um, there's a, a program, a show really called EMED, the um, Evening of Experimental Middle Eastern Dance, which is in Hollywood every fall. Yeah. And I'm preparing a proposal for them just based around different uses of belly dancing um, to express kind of different emotional states because a lot of the time people uh, in belly dancing, we get so happy, right? And we're always like, happy, happy belly dancer, belly dancing is so much fun and when you start out with cabaret dancing anyway I know my teacher always told me to smile when I was dancing well what if you're not feeling happy what if you have other emotions that you want to kind of convey and so that's what I'm trying to kind of work on right now is that that kind of alternative emotional expression thing um, we've had an idea in our dance company for a really long time to do this crazy multimedia show um, based on the story of the Simurg which is the the symbol of our group it's it's a bird that's made up of hundreds of other birds so it's kind of it's it's an Arabic story which is kind of based around you know the thousand names of God kind of a thing there's lots of different little pieces and it comes together into one big hole so we really liked that idea and what we want to do like projections and music and live music and interacting and all kinds of fun stuff like that but that's the kind of epic stage show that just takes years and years to put together so I mean that that that's like a way future project but other than that we've also um, we're working on a new CD and we really want to do a performance DVD because we have two instructional DVDs CDs, but only no performance. And we already have two CDs, but you can never have too many CDs. Never. Never. Absolutely. Where do you see your personal dance journey taking you? Um, that's interesting. I hope, I hope that it always takes me into a realer place, like a more honest place. Um, so really that's what I'm hoping for, that it, it allows me a chance to just keep expressing myself as honestly as possible with whatever dancing I'm doing at any given moment, which is kind of what I'm experimenting with with the EMED thing. Um, but I think that dancing has really made me more of an honest person, like more able to kind of connect my emotions with my communicating and stuff. So um, I just hope it keeps taking me there. <laughs> Any last words of advice to fellow dancers? 
have fun. People always forget that it's supposed to be fun, I think, especially when you get more into doing it professionally. You know, it just gets to be like a job, and you're going from here to place to place, and you're doing the same thing over and over again. And I think people take the, end up taking themselves so seriously that it's just it's a really good idea to, like, act goofy while you're dancing. You know, be silly. Have fun. Like, um, make little skits on stage that you're doing. Like, one of the things that we do in our troupe is we do a lot of shtick all the time. We're always, like, interacting with each other and being like, hee-hee-hee, and doing, like, little giggling things and everything. I love that stuff. And we're like the only people I ever see who ever do that stuff. I want people to enjoy themselves and poke each other and have <laughs> fighting and like knock each other over on stage. I love that stuff. So, and Zafira does that a lot too, actually. They do some really fun stuff with that as well. Well, thank you so much for your time and letting me interview you. Absolutely. It's been a real pleasure. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. And the workshop was fabulous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So I hope you all enjoyed this week's show. It's time for the question of the week. And this is another listener submitted question. What is your packing and unpacking routine for a show? And it was this question that inspired me to create the last video episode that I did for you guys. And I hope you all liked it. Um, but now it's time for you guys to share your packing tips and tricks. And to answer, you can send an sh- uh, email to shimmycast at gmail.com or post on the form board, shimmycast.blogspot.com. Now we're going to have the last music pick for this show. The song is SeaWorld from the album Sira Adoro by Headroom Project from magnitude.com. I hope you all enjoy. And until next time, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.